Welcome back, pitches. Today's episode, we're going to go back to the very beginning, to a time before baseball, when the game of stick and ball was first invented and all the names the game could have been known as if the old-time nicknames had stuck. Let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Pitch by Stitch, a podcast about the history of baseball, stitch by stitch. When you sit down and actually take the time to really think about where baseball started, you'll probably get a different answer depending who you ask. While historians typically can trace the games beginning here in America back to the mid-19th century, the roots of playing a game with a bat and a ball of some sort is vague, which leaves a lot up for debate. However, our journey today begins back more than 5,000 years ago in Egypt. When the first recorded instance of a battling contest with Egyptian priests was documented and they showed that they were engaged in these mock combats with bats. These contests had two goals, to influence fertile and profitable crops as well as fertile people. Eventually, a ball-like object made its way into the game and is used as a symbol such as the springtime potency as the sun or the mummified head of Osiris, the Egyptian lord of the underworld and judge of the dead. By 2000 BC, carvings on the ancient Egyptian cemetery site Ben Hassan included pictures of women playing ball. Which is interesting considering in the year 2020, a woman coaching on the field during a professional baseball game will be forever documented as Alyssa Natkin of the San Francisco organization coached at first base on July 21st. Fun fact, I read an article from CBS Sports that Nacken is donating the jersey she wore during the exhibition game she coached to the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum, so her jersey and photo will forever be documented in Cooperstown. Now back to these ancient rituals of bat and ball. These events were put on based on the cycles of the seasons, and gradually they grew so popular that the season's peak would be marked with one of these ball games. These ritual games were carried over to Europe and eventually to America by the conquering Moors and still plays a role in today's game as baseball typically starts in the spring and ends in the fall. Now, interestingly enough, I read a quote on Instagram the other day that said in a 2019 interview, Paul Goldschmidt, one of my favorite first basemen who currently plays for the St. Louis Cardinals, is quoted to have said, God loves baseball. Well, Pitches, I'm here to tell you, Goldie isn't wrong. Once these games reached Europe, they quickly were incorporated into Christian ceremonies from Austria to France. And in the Middle Ages, Reims Cathedral in France would conclude its Easter services with a ball game in which contending teams would either kick or swat a ball away with a stick. When these after-church games crossed the English Canal, 
they evolved into a game better known as stool ball, in which a pitcher tried to hit an upturned stool with a ball before a batter could bat it away with a stick. Now imagine trying to watch some sort of professional stool ball game. <laughs> the thought alone gives me, gives me a good little laugh thinking about it. Now, we're going to come across a lot of different stories along the way when we look at the early, early years of baseball, including the legend that when churchside games moved to the countryside, milkmaids added more stools or bases, which had to be circled after the ball was struck. For centuries, children have been playing some sort of variation of a game that includes a ball being hit with a bat. But baseball's roots are derived from two particular British games, cricket and rounders. According to the Encyclopedia of Sports, which was published in 1977, cricket was the leading sport in Britain. However, more recent studies have shown that football, as in rugby football, has taken over as the most popular sport in Great Britain, but that cricket is the national sport. Now, the game of cricket is a much slower-tempoed version of baseball. It was meant to be a stately pastime, divided into innings, supervised by umpires. Unlike in America, where fans can, in a normal season, show up early to the stadium and try to grab their favorite players' autographs, back in 1977, regulations actually said that seeking a cricketer's autograph was frowned upon. Now, this rule seems to have returned this year due to the recent pandemic, as a March 2020 article from The Sun noted that cricket players in England were warned to not sign autographs for fans in fear of spreading the coronavirus. Cricket, though, was a game that was created for a mass audience and has records upon records for generations of the game, which has aided with all the British sports literature that's been written about it. While evidence suggests that the English invented cricket, there are some historians out there who believe cricket is derived from croquet, a game that was popular in France long before the beginning of cricket. Now, cricket was brought here by the early British settlers and was well known in what is now the eastern part of the United States as early as 1747. Many of the earliest baseball players in the United States were previously cricketers. Harry Wright, the organizer and manager of the first professional baseball club, the Cincinnati Red Stockings, had been a pro cricketer. Cricketer, that's a funny word, but that's what they're that's what they're called. Now, baseball's most modern predecessor is the English children's game Rounders, which was born when the rule was added that a base runner could be put out by being struck with a thrown ball. In Rounders, there are posts called goals or bases that are driven into the ground, and records indicate that the game was called goal ball or baseball, in two words, as early as 1700. There is also a rhymed description of the game and a picture that is captioned base hyphen ball in a book titled A Pretty Little Pocketbook, which was published in London in 1744. The book was republished in America several times between 1762 and 1787. Through the early, early years, Americans have had many varying names for this first kind of version of the game, including Old Cat, One Old Cat, Two Old Cat, Three Old Cat, Goal Ball, Town Ball, Barn Ball, 
string ball, soak ball, stick ball, burn ball, round ball, base, and baseball as two words. Be sure to tweet us your favorite old time name for the game at PitchXStitch on Twitter. When the game arrived and arose to Providence during the 19th century, America was changing from a rural society into a nation of large cities and giant factories. Baseball developed from a children's game of rounders to a highly skilled game of professionals, performing for the entertainment of paying spectators. Next week, we'll start by taking a look at baseball in America and discuss who really is the father of baseball. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Today's primary sources include Baseball, an Illustrated History by Joffrey C. Ward and Ken Burns, The Pictorial History of Baseball by John S. Bowman and Joel Zoss, and The Encyclopedia of Sports by Frank G. Menke, Revisions by Susan Treat. You can also keep up with us between uploads on our website, pitchxstitch.com. We can keep the conversation going on Twitter and Instagram as well. And as always, our social media links will be in the description box. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single pitch. And while you're there, leave a rating and tell us which old-time name for the game was your favorite. Until next week. Pitch by Stitch is a Felice Deportes production. Research, editing, and audio mixing by Felisa Cardenas.